welcome to the show and hello, I'm your host Ben. Uh, got another bonus show for you today. I've got a very special guest in the pod palace. So, the pod palace? Yeah, Sim and I, well, I think I just christened it all. Sim and I are being a little bit sarcastic at the stage of the But you, you heard her voice. So I'm joined by Ellen Rosie, who writes for Beat Magazine, does community radio with Moshpit. Uh, on Sin 90.7. They don't do 90.7 anymore, do they? Yeah, or is it not? It's not 90.7 FM. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, Ellen, thanks for joining me. No worries. Thank but, you for having me. So for a bit of context, we used to do radio together when I used to do radio. Yeah, I was actually Ben's radio boss for a whole year. And I was Ellen's radio boss for... Six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, the reason I've got Alan with me today is we're both going to Download Festival. Alan is actually fortunate enough to get a review pass to the, yes. to the, to the, to the day. Um, and we thought we may as well do a little chatting about what's actually going to happen, how we feel about the whole thing. The lineup has been released. Uh, yeah, we... it was released on um, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, how, how do you. How, just general impressions. How do you feel about the lineup? Not specifically the. The set times, the, the lineup. How do you feel about the it? The lineup, yeah. The, there's like a few bands that like I'm really interested in seeing. I've been wanting to see Friends or Rum for a long time. Alice in Chains obviously is the main band that I'm excited to like see. Um, Some Forty One, I'm excited to see because I've been a fan of them for a while. But um, in general, yeah, I'd say it's a pretty good lineup. It's got a bit of a mix up of um punk, hardcore, and metal, extreme metal bands. So yeah, I think it's pretty good. Mm, it's it's interesting because there's so many bands which I like don't give a shit about. Like probably all the ones that I'll be going and seeing. <laughs> quite, quite possibly. Like, I'm, I'm just amazed. Like I think it was probably the same last year, but I don't know if it struck me. But like amazed the. The bands, I'm just like, wow, I just don't care about a lot of these bands that are playing. Well, actually, New Year's Day that got added recently, I wanted to see Andy Black, and he actually dropped out of the tour, and he got replaced by New Year's Day. So, I mean, it's kind of like a a little bit annoying or like disappointing when like you see one of your bands that you like on the lineup, but then they drop out. I mean, obviously, the headliner Ozzy Osbourne dropped out, so... Oh, right. Yeah, I totally forgot about him. Did you actually? <laughs> yeah, I did. So no, so no one replaced him? No, there was no replacement. Ozzy Osbourne was set to be the headliner and because he was sick with pneumonia, um, the doctors, although he got over the pneumonia, the doctors said that he needed to rest in bed for six weeks and not to do any touring. So mm. that's why he dropped out and Download Festival offered... Um, refunds and also there was some other upgrade or there was some other thing they offered as well um to try and like make up for it but they couldn't they said three weeks out from the festival we can't get another headliner as big as Ozzy Osbourne Mm. so I think to make people happier or like to ease the burden they added airborne oh airborne oh that that certainly Um, soothed that that wound (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but they um i'm pretty sure it was airborne mm. um that they Which is added because it's just a, it's a band in the middle of the day when most people are still not there yeah yeah but um yeah they couldn't find a replacement for ozzy osbourne three weeks out mm. i mean i uh, <laughs> i'm a little bit disappointed but you know a little bit don't care because we saw ozzy osbourne last time he was here when he was playing with 
uh, Black, Black Sabbath. Sabbath for the end to her. Yeah. And he, he is not the, all there. He was – so I'm not the biggest Black Sabbath fan. I went because my friend was into Black Sabbath and I agreed to go with her. But um, I thought that he was, like, off pitch. Like, he was mm. out of tune for at least the start of the concert. He got better as it went on. But I thought at least the start – it didn't sound the greatest, but I mean, like he got better. Obviously. Yeah, like, it was fine in terms of the thing, because like you know, it's Black Sabbath, whatever. But like <laughs> in terms of him, like you could see he was concentrating very hard on the lyrics that were popping up on the screen that he was looking at. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was in the stand, so I couldn't see that. Yeah, well, I couldn't see it anyway, but I could see that he was looking at something. Were you in and the stand, or were you on yeah, the floor? Yeah, I was in the stand. Oh, okay, yeah, I was in the stand. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty far back. Yeah, but like with all some of those older singers, I think. So I don't know about this specific concert, but Judas Priest, for example, they have a. I know that Rob Halford, at least at whatever general stuff he does, he certainly has like a some sort of screen that uh, shows in the lyrics. So, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so I can remember it. Well, um, which I don't have a problem for in general, but yeah. Like, Ozzy Osbourne specifically needs it quite desperately. The, I, I Rob Halford could probably get away with it. The thing I didn't like about that Black Sabbath concert actually was that they had like a 10-minute drum solo. I love the drum solo. Are what you are you serious? Yeah, that's great. No, it went on for too long. Yeah, it was awesome. No, nah, it was too long. It went on for way too long. Did you know why it was there for? So that the others could have a break? Yeah, because they're old. Why didn't they just have an encore? But it was during the middle of the show. Yeah, I know, but... But talking about like old singers, I saw um, Rog, Roger Waters yeah. from Pink Floyd mm. last year, about a year ago, and mm. I don't think he was reading off anything. And he's mm. he turned 75 like last year, I think. Mm. Mm. And he, he was still great. Mm. No, yeah, it's really cool. Um, so like, I want to go through a couple ones, honestly. Yeah. So like in terms of the big ones, obviously there's Alice in Chains, Judas Priest, Slayer. Big, big ones I want to say. Um, in terms of the other sort of late people who are playing, not really anyone, but we go back a bit. I guess I'll see Anthrax just because, but <laughs> I don't really care about Anthrax. I was just about to plug Moshpit for a second. I was just about to be like, if we have interviewed them on Moshpit, check out our podcast. Yeah, uh, well. <laughs> I'm too used to doing Moshpit at this point. The fact that um, we got an interview with them, uh, for the for the show demonstrates how kind of low tier they are as a band. Not necessarily. Slayer is not doing an interview with Moshpit. Metallica is not doing an interview with Moshpit. Megadeth is not doing an interview with Moshpit. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's. It <clears throat> we have actually interviewed a whole bunch of these bands on Moshpit. Actually, probably not like a whole bunch of them, but like a few of them. We've interviewed... Uh, Aversion's Crown. Eat Your Heart Out. out. I, I interviewed them. I got an interview I, request. I've interviewed Ruins. I got an interview request for the beautiful mon- monument. Um, yep. I, I interviewed Justice for the Damned. Yep. Stefan. High, high Tension. Yeah, High Tension. Stefan may have interviewed <clears throat> Devil's Skin. I'm not sure, but you definitely saw them. May, maybe Hailstorm. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Brazi. Luke, Luke Brazi. Airborne we've done. Anthrax, a whole bunch of these bands we've actually interviewed before. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Yeah, it is funny. The way, isn't that not surprising given the nature of the show? But yeah, like I think it it speaks to the fact that Anthrax is not quite there in terms of being like a massive band like some of the other big thrash bands are. 
Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's fine. Like, big bands get in to do interviews with us. It's not like a mark of shame. Or do, did interviews with, I don't know, the, the past in the past. I'm not part of my show. Yeah, well, I did an interview with Killswitch Engage, and I'm not a massive no, no, fan. Yeah, but yeah. I was told that they're pretty big. They are big, but not huge. So Slayer, Judas Priest, Alice in Chains, huge. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, um, bands would get to a point where they wouldn't do an interview with a community radio. However, Beat Magazine, who I write for, has done interviews with Foo Fighters and they done interviews with um, Bring Me the Horizon and Korn. Mm. So even Beat, which is... Well, Beat, Beat is higher tier. Than Beat is higher tier, but still it's not the highest tier. Yeah, but, like, in terms of... A music publication in Australia. Who else are you going to go to? You know, there are there are a couple others. Yeah, there like are a Beats, couple others. Beats pretty big up there. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, uh, some of the other bands that I really want to see, Behemoth. I th- I'm really interested in seeing them. I've seen um, a death metal band that I'm friends with did a cover of Behemoth at their show. <laughs> I hadn't heard of them before that. Uh, Voyager, they're they're really cool. I what felt, genre are they? I like prog metal, so I, they'll be actually probably playing some new stuff. Maybe I'd their, be interested in seeing. Yeah, them. yeah, they're, they're the first band up, so they might struggle. So I actually probably want to head there to see them to give them a little bit of support. I think that they're probably playing new material from their album, which I think is being released later in March. What are you talking about? They might struggle. No, like, they might struggle to get many people there because, like, it's the first band and, like, festivals always build. You can get there at, like, 12 and I'll get there at, like, No, I, I'll, I won't struggle to get there, but in, they, they might struggle to get a big attendance. Yeah, no, yeah. I get what you mean. Um, so, it's got Ruins, really cool black metal band from Tassie. Got uh, Dave Haley, who's the drummer for Psychroptic as well. Um, and yeah, apart from that, there's not really many. Maybe Code Orange. I can't remember what they play. You know, there was Some someone who right. had like a broken jaw or something at a Code Orange gig. I don't know. Yeah, it was really serious. Like mosh, like having like a dangerous mosh pit. Someone got injured mm. at Code Orange. Um, Alien Weaponry. I don't know that much about them, but they might be interesting because they're like a sort of. I think all the members are still teenagers. Um, Yeah. Young band. Yeah, really young band from New Zealand. Well, you know the the Ascension stage, which is where Alien Weaponry are playing on, it was actually brought in, um, one of the latest stages to be brought in to um, showcase up-and-coming bands. So a lot of them are also Australian, like if they're New Zealand, but a lot of them are Australian and they're like up-and-coming bands. Yep. That they so brought you know, Devil Skins, New Zealand, Justice yeah. for the Damned, Th- no, the Illusion's Crown, Eat Your Heart Out, Australia. Justice for the Damned are from Sydney. Um, and the beautiful monument is Australian. I'm not sure where they're from, but I know they're Australian. But, um, yeah, they brought in that stage a little bit. Actually, they may have had it, but I just remember I had to write up a news piece for it for Beat, saying that they brought in that um, stage to, you know, support up-and-coming bands to give them a festival platform to perform at mm, mm. uh wind waker is australian as well um yeah so a bunch of like i don't know yeah this it's interesting like i think there's enough bands but like there isn't there kind of feels like it's scraping by in terms of having enough bands to make it interesting mm, yeah like but enough then, bands that i care about yeah so that's what i was going to say you're very picky well, I'm not picky. I I'll go basically see anything heavy metal. But in terms of stuff that actually appeals to heavy metal people, so you've got but a whole bunch of them are heavy metal. So They're got, all heavy bands. Like you've got Voyager, Ruins, Behemoth, Anthrax. 
And then, like, depending on your taste, you can maybe see Conversion, Conversion's Crown, maybe Cone Orange, then Alien Weaponry. And then you're kind of maybe 12 Foot Ninja. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's enough. But, like, I always feel... Uh, Download, I think, is last year as well. Maybe. I can't remember. Last year, yeah, I was I, just I, so excited to see Corn. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I feel like it kind of just scrapes by in terms of having enough bands to make it worthwhile going to. Like, if they didn't have Slayer and Judas Priest and they had just some other generic big bands, like Slayer, I, I think this might be their final Australian shows. And Judas, isn't that isn't that their like end of yeah? It's their last tour. Yes, yeah, they're they're basically on their farewell, they've been on their farewell tour for like a year now. Yeah, and they they'll be on that until they finish. And Judas Priest, I don't know when they'll play Australia, and who knows how long they'll continue to be around for. So yeah, if it wasn't for those two bands, I definitely wouldn't go. It was like Metallica, and I don't know who'd be comparable to Judas Priest, but like some other big band, I probably wouldn't go to be honest. Not a Metallica fan. No, not a Metallica fan. I'm I've sure. Only... I'm sure it'd be a good show because they're a, a you know premier band. Yeah, but... I have listened to a little bit of Metallica, but um, I was told that they were one of the big four thrash bands. So yeah, I was told yeah, on Mosh Pit. They're basically the biggest heavy metal band in the world, really. Yeah, but um, I'm not extremely into metal, as you know. Um. Sounds kind of weird <laughs> being on a metal podcast. I mean, like, I'm into no, no, it. Like, I, I, I've always liked to phrase it. It's not really a metal podcast. It's like sort of more a heavy alternative music podcast. Yeah, I'm into um, punk rock and like post-hardcore, hardcore, like that sort of thing. So I am into heavy music, just not extreme metal. I like some prog metal and some, um, what was the other one that I like? Is it just prog metal that I like? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, doom metal. That was the other one. I mm. like doom metal. But so, I'm not crazy about the rest of them. So let's go through your day. What, what are you? What are you seeing? Do you want me to give you like my my like run through of yeah, what yeah. I plan on seeing? All right. I'll, I'll so give you mine. What, what's yours? You didn't like? give like a run through. You yeah, said, yeah. "Oh, I want to see these bands, these bands." This no, is... so I'll I'll run through it. Okay. Um, Voyager, Ruins, Behemoth, Anthrax, Just Cause, maybe Converge, maybe Aversion's Crown. Maybe Code Orange, maybe Alien Weaponry. Sounds like a whole bunch of maybes. Yeah, there are maybes. And then definitely Alison Chain, Judas Priest and Slayer. Okay. So this is my, my plan. Mm. So I was doing some research last night listening to some of the bands. I haven't listened to all of them, so I might, you know, change my mind. But this is what I have currently. All right. So I want to go see Slaves. They're on at 105. What, what are they? They're a duo from the UK and they're sort of like punk heavy alternative mm. that sort of thing then i want to go see fever 333 they're they said they were a rock band but they're like heavy they're like my kind of music like you know what i'm talking about mm. and then i might see eat your heart out and then but if not um oh yeah no between slaves and fever 333 i was going to the beautiful monument and then 333 and then Eat Your Heart Out or I could take a break. And then after Eat, Eat Your Heart Out, I want to go see Amity Affliction. But I'll leave Amity Affliction early to go see Friends or Rom because I've been wanting to see Friends yeah, or Rom. Friends or Rom? They're like a classic Melbourne punk rock band. And then from Friends or Rom, I'll go see the end of Rise Against. And then I'll go see Alice in Chains. 
and then I'm going to see Psalm 41. Now, this is what kind of annoys me, is that they have put Pennywise, Polaris, and Alice in Chains all on at the same time. Mm. Like, they are three bands that I would see separately. If they were on at different times in the set times, I would go see all three of them, like, without a doubt. Mm. But they've put them on at the same time. Yeah, it's interesting. As I was saying, like, you know, it sort of just scrapes by in terms of having enough bands for me to see. The, The advantage of that is... Yeah, well, at least the way it's worked out. Here Yours don't even have yeah, that I, many I overlaps. I don't really have any clashes. <laughs> I have so many clashes. Those three bands want to see them all, but obviously the only one that I'm going to see is Alice in Chains because they are my second favorite grunge you do band. A bit of Pennywise or Polaris. Nah, but like I want to because I'll be seeing Rise Against. Mm. So it's there's not really much point going from Rise Against to go see Pennywise for ten minutes, then go back to Alice in Chains. Yeah. So I'll just go from Rise Against to Alice in Chains and then, yeah, they are my second favourite grunge band of all time and I have wanted to see them for a really long time even though their original lead singer um, passed away and they have a new lead singer. I know, it's so sad that they've got someone who sounds exactly like him. He does not sound he exactly, exactly like, like, him. like him. No, you can't replace you, Lane Staley. You would not be able to pick them apart. I reckon I would. I've oh like background. I haven't really listened to that much post Lane Staley, Alice in Chains for like people listening. So um, so not only uh, so you you're asserting that you're not happy with the or that there's a difference. I haven't but really you, listened to that much, but you have, but you have listened to it, so you don't know. I listened to the song um, "Check My Brain," which I really like. That was on the Black Gives Way to Blue. But I haven't listened to the whole album. Like, I plan to listen to it, but I just thought it was like sludge metal. I don't want to listen to sludge metal. I want like the grunge music. It's basically the same. I love... um, It's just a little bit heavier. Like that... I just love all of the Alice in Chains, Lane Staley stuff. Except for the one you haven't listened to. I love the... like. I just said Alice in Chains, Lane Staley stuff. I love it. And then Sam 41, I was... Yeah, I really want to see them because they're like... um, classic pop punk <laughs> yeah and then really at the after some 41 i'm not a major metal fan so the three bands that are on are slayer uh, ghost and hailstorm hailstorm isn't like that heavy metal i thought they're more more rocky you know a lot of people are upset that they put slayer and ghost on at the same time I hadn't even heard Ghost before. They're, yeah, they're all right. Like a lot. Of, it's funny that one of the podcasts I listened to actually, one of the podcasts with whom I'm hoping will be on the show soon, um, the guys from Basogam. Um, I'm not sure about John Serber. Like, I think he hates him, but like Damien Master from that show, he's always talking about how much he despises Ghost. Really? Yeah. I hadn't even yeah. heard of them. So yeah, there's a contention of heavy metal fans who don't like Ghost. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I don't I don't care about ghosts. Yeah, so I might go catch the start of Slayer and then go see Hailstorm. Or if I'm liking Slayer, then I guess I'll just stay there. Yeah. But yeah, that's my day. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's a gap between Sum 41 and Slayer. So where, where's my other gaps? I have to have a gap somewhere because you, know, you have to have like food breaks and stuff. Yeah. So maybe like I'll have a break. I might not see all of... Maybe I won't even go see Amity Affliction. I'll just go from... Somewhere in the middle here and have food. Mm. It's interesting, just sort of looking at it. I mean, you could probably make the overall criticism that there aren't enough Australian bands anyway. But, like, it's supposed to be a big, big festival. But, like, in terms of Australian more kind of purist metal bands, there's only, like, two 
And they're at the start what do you of the mean day. purist? Like if you being if you're trying to ex- define it very narrowly, as opposed to including like hardcore bands and that. So there's only really Voyager and Ruins, and they're at the start of the day, which like I don't know, it's a bit of a, a, bit of a punch in the nuts to the Australian metal <laughs> collection of bands. Well, that's why they had the avert- Ascension stage. Yeah, and there are no heavy Australian heavy metal bands on that. What about Justice for the Damned? Pretty heavy. They're like death. Aren't they like hardcore? I'm pretty sure they're hardcore. No, I'm pretty sure they have like death metal or something. <laughs> no, I didn't. All right, let's look them up. I did an interview with um, Justice for the Damned. Did you listen to their music? I did. It's really, really heavy. But like, do you have any ability to define what it is? Um, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, the metalcore. No, this is genre metal. They've tagged it as metalcore. All right, metalcore, hardcore. No, look, it says metal. You can. I know, but they're just putting they're putting that in for SOE. A four piece metal hardcore band. Yes, they're hardcore band. So they're metal slash hardcore. Yeah, but that means they're hardcore basically. Like just because some a band like just because a band's metalcore doesn't mean it's metal. Like I'm defining it narrowly here, right? Mm Hmm. So yeah, there's only two Australian metal bands, and they're both. Um, at the top of the hour, when no one's basically going to be there, and so. justice for the damned. <laughs> uh, no, and not justice for the damned because they're not. Who are on it? Seven forty-five. Well, not traditional. Not but traditional they're not traditional, band. but they're still metal. They're not a traditional metal band, which is what I'm saying. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So like, it's I don't know. It's what about like, hailstorm? Are they Australian? They're not Australian. They're oh, American. okay. Yeah. So yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest, because it's like... I'm just kind of a bit upset, like I said, that they put Pennywise and Polaris and Alice in Chains at the same time. Yeah. Because I I think that we didn't... We may have done an interview... No, we didn't do an interview with Polaris when I was EP of Mosh Pit because um, other, a different show did an interview with them and you know how they don't like to double up. Yeah. Um, but we did do a review for Polaris, so I did want to check them out. And then Pennywise is obviously another, like, punk band that I've been wanting to see for a little bit. And then, yeah, they put on Alice in Chains. I will be excited to see Voyager on the red stage. So that's one of the big – they've got the two massive stages at the front um, sort of designed for the biggest bands. Voyager on the, the, one of the big stages, that will be very cool. It'll be very cool to see it, like a prog. I don't know, like this sort of vein of prog they're in, like this sort of slightly genty influenced, very modern prog. But mm. nonetheless, really, really cool to see a prog a prog metal band up there. Yeah. Well, there is prog fest that you know has a bunch of uh, prog metal bands. But yeah, but as I'm saying, like it's not it's nowhere near as big a stage as this. So this year they also have an extra stage. So last year they only had four stages. This year they've added. Know. This year they've added a fifth stage, mm. the ascension. So that's another difference as well. Mm. So yeah. yeah. Well, one thing I sort of noticed about this, um, comparing it to something like. Um, Jesus, what was that festival? That that heavy metal. You fest. No, no, the one that was ages ago, the big one. 
Remember the one the, in Brunswick. No, the big one, Ellen. The one that ca- got cancelled. It stopped running. Soundwave. Yeah, so the Soundwave. Um, so Soundwave, like, I felt that they did a very good job, or at least sometimes. Or at least there was an attempt to say, we've got fans of different styles of music, right? And we can kind of group them. And then they had bands playing at the various different locations, which were kind of grouped in those things. Here, it just feels like very messy. So you've got Airborne and Judas Priest. Like, I know theoretically people might say, actually, there's a lot of crossover, but, like, they're very different bands. Airborne and Judas Priest on the same stage. And you've got the Amity Affliction and Slayer on the same stage. Yeah, yeah, feel, yeah. It feels very messy. And, and also there's Luca Brasi yeah, well, that stage. Yeah, I didn't say Luca Brasi. And you've also got Thy Art is Murder, which is a deathcore band. and um, Like Friends Will Run, which is like a classic punk rock band yeah, from Melbourne. Yeah, it feels very sort of weird. And I know Ascension Stage is meant to be like this sort of conceptual thing about bands which are sort of up and coming, but... Like having Eat Your Heart Out and Aversion's Crown on the same stage. Well, what genre is Aversion's Crown? <laughs> they're like a technical kind of deathcore band. But also Aversion's Crown have released like two albums. They're not, I wouldn't say they're necessarily that up and coming. Yeah, they're, well, that's the same with like Justice for the Damned. Yeah, I, I, I would say the same thing for Justice for the Damned. At least Wind Waker, um, Alien Weaponry, Eat Your Heart Out. Uh, I'm not sure about the other three. What about The Beautiful Monument? Do you know anything about them? No. But yeah, like, at least the other ones, theoretically, they've released just sort of an album and they're sort of getting their way out there. Version of Crown, like, is or should be more established by now. So it's a bit weird. Maybe that was like they wanted to fit them in in one of the other stages, but they couldn't, so they put them there. I mean, they've got an Ozzy Osbourne-sized hole in their lineup. I'm sure they can yeah, fit them Yeah, they somewhere. already fitted that up. They fixed that with Airborne. <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting a pea in the size of a bowling ball-sized hole. Uh, well, they tried. I mean, like you can't really blame them and say, "Oh, they did so terrible," because like, well, they, how could they get another person three weeks they out? They shouldn't have got Ozzy Osbourne, who, that, who will evaporate at any moment. Yeah, but they, they didn't know that he was going to get they sick. They should have known. It was like they, they were taking a fairly big gamble with Ozzy Osbourne. I'm actually disappointed because I wanted to see him just yeah. just just for the fact that um I've seen Black Sabbath and I've heard some of his solo songs. I thought it would have been kind of cool to see him. Uh, I don't think uh, who who cares if you've already seen. Pretty, Black... pretty sure it's his um he's trying to retire. Like yeah, yeah. they're all trying to retire. They're dying <laughs> soon. But like who who cares about Ozzy Osbourne like without Black Sabbath? To be honest, like he had a couple of hits. Everyone wants to see Crazy Train, fine, but it's not. Wasn't there another song, like, Dreamer by him? Maybe, maybe. But, like, in the collective memory, I don't think he's, like, that important. There's a song that's on my iPod, Let Me Hear You Scream. It's by Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not. He might actually play some Black Sabbath. Yeah, songs, so. and we all like Black Sabbath as well. I remember yeah. last year there was um, Prophets of Rage. Yeah, it was a bit of a doozy. A doozy? Yeah, like because everyone 
when they hear profits of Rage, they're thinking Rage Against the Machine. Yes. And what they're seeing is a band which is not as good as Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll agree with that, but they still had some pretty good songs. And they also finished the set with Killing in the Name, well, which, like, everyone loved. They have to. Yeah, everyone again, loved it. Not as good a version of Killing in the Name because the vocalist one is good. Well, Tom Morello was also in... Audio Slave yeah. with um, Chris Cornell from yeah. Soundgarden. So that was another reason why I was like sort of interested to see them. <laughs> what? It's such a random reason. <laughs> Whatever. But speaking of last year, like, I think the only thing worth noting about last year is Limp Biscuit. So I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you something funny. Last year I had a photography pass, so for the first three songs of any band I could be taking photos mm. and I decided to take photos of Limp Biscuit. I'm not a massive Limp Biscuit fan. I don't really know much of their music. However, I do know who Fred Durst is yeah. and when I was up the front, he actually got down from the stage and got, walk, walked sort of into the crowd for a bit of a song and then came back. Yeah. He literally walked right past me. I was within touching distance of him. Like we were on the same level and I was in touching distance and he sort of he sort of looked at me and like sort of looked he was looking for someone and then he like kept going. So like I literally I was that I was that close. I mean if I was a Limp Biscuit fan, imagine how excited I would be. Well, it was an absolute shit show that <laughs> like, honestly like Fred Durst has lost it. I remember I saw you after that and you were like, this is going crazy. What is it? Limp Biscuit and Corn and all of these other bands. What? I remember saying that. Yeah, you did. You did say that. Well, I mean, I, I think that just meant Limp Biscuit. Like, that was. Wasn't insane. there a couple of other bands? What's the genre? Like, no, it's new metal. New metal. You're yeah. like, all these new, new metal bands in the same place. This is crazy. No, I, th- I think I might have said it's weird. Yes, it was something like that. And yeah, Limp Bizkit said it was weird. It was but Corn like... was amazing. Like when I got to yeah, go, Corn are professionals. When I got to go and f- be up the front and um, photograph the first three songs, the second song they played was "Falling Away from Me," and I was just like, I, I loved it. And I was right up the front. Except the thing about having a photography pass is that you can't. You have to be professional. So I'm there and I'm wanting to like, you know, mosh and like get into it. But like I'm a photographer, so I had to focus on taking some good photos. But that was just like, it was such an amazing moment right there. But I'll tell you what I found disappointing was that they last year they put Corn and No Effects on at the same time. And No Effects is a punk rock band. And as you know, I'm into punk rock. And I had been wanting to see No Effects for a really long time. And I'd also as you know, wanting to sing corn for a really long time. So putting them on at the same time was kind of a bit disappointing for me because it meant that I didn't really get to appreciate either band Mm. because I got to stay for the first three songs of corn. And then I was rushing over to no effects. So I could photograph the first three songs of no effects. Mm. And then I ran back over to corn because I wanted to see the rest of their set. And then they finished 15 minutes early. So I rushed over to finish watch the end of no effects so i sort of didn't really get to enjoy the full show of either band mm. well you certainly won't have that problem this year yeah i will not actually i mean like i will because i can't see those uh those three bands alice and chains pennywise and polaris oh yeah, but there's no sort of crossover you gotta you know you gotta pick yeah i have to pick which one which i am picking alice and chains mm. Mm. um 
So I think I think we've talked enough probably, but let's let's just finish up and re-emphasize. Uh, what are you most looking forward to in terms of bands? I'm most looking forward to seeing Alice in Chains, Friends or Rom, and Some Forty One. Mm. They are three bands I've been wanting to see for quite a while, so I'm pretty excited to finally be able to get to see them. Yeah, so I'm most looking forward to seeing Behemoth. They'll be really cool. Um, yeah, I'm hoping they'll play just. Yeah, it's just like there's they've got just some memorable tracks that kind of sit with me. Um, and obviously Judas Priest and Slayer. And I think Voyager will just be kind of cool to see just because they're going to be on such a massive stage. Um, and yeah, I, you would never otherwise see them on such a massive stage. Yeah, well, it was like Ocean Grove last year. We missed them. Like we just they finished just as we were arriving. But they're like an oh. up and coming um band that has they call them like new metal cross a bunch uh, yeah, of other yeah. last year was so new metal cross with just, a bunch of others and there were like so many like if it wasn't new metal it was like new metal influenced hardcore yeah yeah really weird like, <laughs> really weird it's such it's so retro in a lot of ways yeah anyway um so we're gonna record another podcast episode after the show to give yeah. our thoughts this but, is um, the pre download podcast and then we'll do the post download podcast yeah, the, uh, download preview but um yeah. yeah monday the 11th it's labor day yeah day off that's why they put it on a monday that's actually i didn't think that i was going to be able to go because i thought with my new job i would have to work on labor day and so i was like kind of a bit upset that i wouldn't be able to go but then i found out that i didn't have to work that day so now i'm headed and yeah. it's at flemington race course which is where it was last year as well yeah, a bit of a yeah, bit of a weird venue. They made a spelling error. Shouldn't that be an S? Uh, yeah. So this, I was actually noticing it well. They've got the uh, twelve p.m., one p.m., three p.m., <laughs> but they've actually missed out on a yeah, digit for no two p.m. So yeah, it seems they've not gone through enough uh, <laughs> spell checks or yeah. reviews. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, but I definitely not that. Much looking forward to Anthrax. Anthrax can... You said you were going to go see them anyway. Yeah, I probably will. But like <laughs> Anthrax, you're not... You're one of the worst thrash bands. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, but like People like them. People tisk, fans, tisk. People are Anthrax fans. I don't get it. <laughs> but anyway. Because everyone's, you know, you know, when you listen to music, it's very subjective. Everyone With likes Anthrax. different things. I could say so a lot of bands that I hate... Or musicians I hate that I don't understand why people like them. But they're them. playing thrash metal, yet they're still dull. Mm. So I don't get it. Anyway, we'll return to you after the uh, the festival. Yeah, we'll do. Bye. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs>